0: want to hear a good joke nobody speak nobody get choked
1: sports fans it is friday here on 89.1 khol and Town sports talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend i'm your host massey zeman and down on assignment in south texas is graham trainer how are you
2: how's
1: it going partner yikes was that is that something you have to do is that part of the pledge what when you move to texas they stop you at the border and they make you say that pledge
2: yes sir once you uh once you get over that that border from colorado into lovely western oklahoma and then you arrive in amarillo you got to start yee and saying god darn it and little bit all that good stuff
1: did you slip well, off? Uh, keep going.
2: Oh, but once I made it on to Austin, totally different, totally different world. Um, you got to talk hipster lingo. I had to get a high fade done. Yeah, I've got a I've got a vinyl record collection. Got a leather satchel. You know, doing doing that stuff.
1: You probably got that at one store down there. They're like, "Hey, welcome to Austin. This is the store you need to shop at and get some essentials." And it's vinyl records, maybe a leather strapped briefcase man satchel like indiana jones style and probably some Do they, they're not boot are they fancy boot wearers in austin or are they kind of more like vans wearers in austin
2: it's more vansy more for sure
1: okay so let me get this straight you slipped off your birkenstocks when you got to the border put on your cowboy boots <laughs> did some yeehawing and some gun sh- like finger gun shooting in the air they let you through threw <laughs> away the cowboy boots and bought a pair of vans is that what i'm understanding
2: yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Although I'm I'm a big I'm a big barefoot driver.
1: Are you? Yeah, I can do I'm it afraid. in, the, but in the summertime, I in the summertime I can do it, but long well, distance it was, it, I gotta have a pair of sneaks on.
2: Well, I got a pair of shoes next to me in the passenger seat because I had to drive solo with a big U-Haul attached to the back of the Forerunner. Shout out to Toyota. And
3: no free ads. Lonely, you
2: know, you, you you want something? Yeah, no free ads. You want something in the in the passenger seat? So I put my shoes there. For all those uh, truck truck stops along the way, um, definitely got to look, staying consistent wearing my mask for the whole road trip. But I felt you know felt like it was the right thing to do. Just trying to keep you know trying to keep the train going.
1: The mask things. It's 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 a funny. I don't I don't know what world we live in right now when it comes to mask or no mask. I know the CDC says uh, you're good, but I just don't want to freak anybody out. I was in the um, I was somewhere. Today, and the person goes, "Oh, you don't have to wear a mask and look around." And let's just say it was an elderly population, and there was a bunch of people wearing masks. And I was like, "Can you just give me one so I don't freak anybody out?" Like, I'm just not, I'm just not trying to draw attention to myself. Like, I'll just look around the room, read the room, and be like, "Yeah, mask. Okay, no mask." That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at in this pandemic.
2: Okay, so you're you're if you walk into a place and you like, let's just call it a a a a QT. Or loves on the road, you know, big big old truck stop style gas station. You're gonna you're gonna throw that mask off if you feel like people are looking at you like your eyeballs are hanging out of your eye sockets.
1: Well, that's well, (laughs) well, that's funny. That's there is a certain there is a certain part of like my habits that I haven't kicked yet. I walk into the grocery store and I'm like, you know what? The best thing they've done in a grocery store is require you to wear a mask. You don't have to talk to anybody, like your loose acquaintances that you run into the grocery store. Like that part is great. Anonymity in the grocery store is a wonderful thing. And I'm thinking at a Flying J, I might just put a mask on just because I don't want to, I don't want to interact with any of those people. The people at the Flying J's and those type truck stops right there along I-80, those are a different breed of people from someone who has spent a significant time on the road, I wouldn't say as a living, but as I've spent upwards of maybe i'm gonna say 30 weeks on the road total since i started being an art shipper and it's just a different breed at those style truck stops there's something else going on and i think a mask would just give me a little bit of comfort and being like i'm just not breathing in whatever they're breathing in so that's fine (laughs) i'm filtering the air in frackville usa in southern wyoming
2: Brackville, love it. Yeah, I know. I'm flying J. That was a good. That was a solid pull right there. I mean, it is great like, books on tape.
1: tape. Huge selection. Love the store.
2: Great, great dill pickles, Lar, You know the jumbo dill pickles. Like I yeah, I usually go for the that
1: that, uh, those jumbo eggs dipped in the red sauce next to the register. Oh. Delicious.
2: <laughs> oh, <I'm even> shudder. <laughs> I've never it's even just, uh...
1: I've never even seen <laughs> someone get one of those. I think it's just for the decor. I think it's just decor. <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to say the mask efforts. Uh, once you leave certain – you leave Jackson, you you, you pass through uh, you know, several towns. You get to Boulder, Colorado, let's say, and along the way, you don't need to wear a mask. And then you get back, you get to Boulder, you got to wear a mask. And then, you know, you, you keep going down, you wind down, you get to Amarillo, ah, you don't need a mask. No. And then, you you know, you go to Fort Worth, you walk around Fort Worth a little bit. You know, it's kind of – it's kind of – Fort Worth's a good, like, it's still got enough um, of the – um, anti, it's go, it's still so got it's like a good like
1: mix? hybrid of
2: of a town. A mix is a mix. It's a good depends mix. Depends on the place. Depends on the on the establishment as sure. opposed to if I go to an Austin establishment, no matter what, it's pretty pretty hip and it's like no mask or you got to have a mask on for a gas station or a nice restaurant just as much as you do or in different in, in comparison to Fort Worth, it's like you got to like you can kind of pick and choose some gas station you go into no mask. But then, like, you know, you go to like a nice, a nice so place. you're, you're it's on like, a hair a nice trigger, time. is what you're saying. You're, you're, I am on a, a hair, very hair trigger. So yeah.
1: you're, at least you're paid, at least you're conscious enough to pay attention to be like, I'm just going to go with the flow and not ruffle any feathers on my way. And I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm going to get to where I'm going.
2: Oh, I can feel the emotions of every single person in the room when I walk
1: in. <laughs> uh, let's get to sports. You ready?
2: Yeah, yeah, sports.
1: Let's huddle up. Um, well, that's, that's
2: why. Well, by the way, that's why I'm down here. I'm down here for. Um, here, let me look it up again.
1: <laughs> right. So you're here. You're there for the UFC bout, but also good news. ESPN. Well, no, I was gonna. I was gonna go ahead and announce this to the listeners. I don't want to predict anything, but ESPN has shown interest uh, because of their budget cuts for you to do the Longhorn Network. And so we're hoping you get that thirty thousand dollar a year gig to get your foot in the door. Everybody up here in Jackson <laughs> is really stoked for you to be on the Longhorn Network for years to come.
2: I'm trying to figure out where. I mean, yeah, I had a thing going with Shaka Smart. He left. You went to Marquette. Yeah, to talked to you down here now. I'm kind of, I'm kind of lost. I, I don't. I knew Tom Herman. Uh, now it's the Sarkeesian guy. Well, you can probably get me in touch with Sarkeesian, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I got a guy that knows a guy.
2: Perfect. Um, yeah, but I am down here for <laughs> UFC 262. Charles Olivia, I hope I'm saying that right, versus Michael Chandler. My buddy is coming from Nashville. He is business partners with Michael Chandler, who is the um, in the lightweight bout here on Saturday. And looking forward to going to Houston, not really, but looking go, go, looking forward to going and hanging out with old friends and seeing a seeing a, my first UFC fight IRL, bro.
1: So wait, wait, wait a minute. So you're actually going to be, go see those gladiators.
2: I'm going to go see some gladiators, some tattooed gladiators. I Although, really ben, want
1: to know what that's like.
2: Well, maybe I'll take a little video. Ben Chandler. He's kind of, he's, let's see, he's, he's a good looking dude. Kind of looks like John Bernthal from the walking dead. Yeah. Uh, not many tattoos, just one that says blessed on his left shoulder. Oh, that's weird.
1: That is weird. Uh, anyway,
2: you know what, what's happened to you lately? And then the other guy, um, it's like he's taking. He's kind of got the hockey face. It's like he's taking about eighteen.
1: Okay, i
2: punches, punches in the nose.
1: I'm. I'm gonna go ahead and pick that guy.
2: Perfect. What was his name? Right, so, uh, Charles Oliveira.
1: Charles so Oliveira is is. is, is Oliveira. If you look like a punching bag, you're. You got my vote.
2: Yeah. He, yeah. The other guy's a little too pretty. So my buddy is gonna be pretty sad. Based off your prediction.
1: Do you think it's going to be like straight up, there's going to be so much violence that it's going to be like, there's going to be like a feeling, you know, after a fight, like you, you're at school or something, there's always that heightened, like everything was super heightened, maybe because it was like breaking a window and you knew you were going to get in trouble. But I wonder if that same, that same atmosphere exists at those, uh, USC fights. I hope so. I hope it's
2: like guys yeah, kind of get there yeah you get there and you're like you have a new appreciation for it or a, or a first appreciation so there have been much of a i used to watch boxing when boxing was a thing you like, watch uh, wrestling you, know,
1: you watch professional wrestling
2: yeah i watched some professional wrestling it's great i never got to go see i saw boxing once in person not like a heavyweight match though so this like seeing ufc in person hopefully it's a little more brutal and graphic and it's like oh sh- sh- damn i need to watch on tv because this is badass
1: Oh really? So like this a, might a be, yeah. this might be like a, a staple or a, a rivet in your sports watching sports fandom career where you're all of a sudden a UFC guy.
2: Yeah. It could be that moment. It could be like a, a feather in the cap where it's like, all right, I'm kind of, you know, I don't know how many professional skiers want to watch from down here. Maybe I, you know, all of a sudden of you'd be like, Queens, did you see, did you see
1: that like sick arm bar, bro? and i'm gonna be like shut the hell up is well, that what's I, gonna happen
2: I already, I already know that lingo because i wrestled in high school so and middle school too
1: oh oh so you have a little bit of a history give me something give me something that the people don't usually know that's a move full nelson uh, everyone double, knows
2: uh double leg to half nelson to a pin
1: oh dang so we'll be looking for it. so all <laughs> right so we got a little bit of background maybe maybe it's going to be like uh you watching your old high school sport and having a new appreciation for it.
2: I hope so. And well, let's see, we got uh, 19,000 fans are going to be in attendance. So this is my first exciting, uh super spreader event. <laughs>
1: okay. Another thing, <laughs> another little adds a little edge to it. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited oh, for
2: Olivia, you. Oliveira uh, enters the match with a eight fight win streak, Massey. So, He's either due for a loss, or he's just on a on a hot streak. And hot go for streak nine for, for you,
1: yeah. Yeah. When I want to also before we get back to the huddle. I also want to wish you luck on your Longhorn Network uh, interview. Did you do you have to read hey. for them? Was it like an automatic? Hey, here's a job interview, or you're reading?
2: Uh, no job interview. I'm in round one. So oh, I'm nice, good. After, I, I get the screening call. Uh, screening call tomorrow. Hoping the um, the iPods don't let me down like they have for our show. So it's good to test them out. And then uh, I think round two will probably be like Monday or Tuesday. So it might be a little hungover from UFC 262. Yeah. As usual. Me um, on the road at a UFC fight, you know, vodka tonics and, you know, vodka, Red Bulls. They just, they started flowing.
1: Uh-huh. Especially. Yeah. Especially when the fight night happens. Yes, All right. So night. let's jump into the huddle. <laughs> good news of the week, critical number, something you're stuck on quote or question of the week. Um, your good news of the week trainer
2: well it's it's uh what's the word it's like one man's trash another man's treasure the mavs uh they're the number six seed right now they're hanging on by a thread but you know they had to take down the pelicans and do you did you really want to lead with that they had a little e next to their name now which means eliminated and sadly zion williamson will not be in the playoffs this year you know
1: why zion um, williamson
2: is not in the playoffs uh, Steve Van Gundy
1: no because they because they've been hacking him so much they broke his hand
2: Steve Van Gundy okay that's 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 the second reason then
1: okay I have I have a lot to say to this because because uh, <laughs> Luca should have been suspended for this game because he has turned into worse than CP3 he is a dirty player with a pretty boy like innocent smile that he like sat in the back. he was like the quiet one in the back of the class. I was actually causing all the commotion and someone else getting in trouble. That is Luca Doncic. Oh, so
2: you're calling Luka Doncic Zach Morris?
1: He is a lion in sheep's clothing,
2: snake in the grass. Oh, oh, oh wait, is that, he's a lion. Oh, I like that.
1: Well, he's a good player, but he's just he's he's just like lions are. Lions are kings. L- l- male lions are lazy and they take cheap shots. They're just bigger <laughs> than everyone else.
2: They kind of strut around with their, you know, their, um, their uh, primal sack, just kind of a flowing, and you know, just kind of walking. And they're not about And
1: this one, this one, the only way like it got to the top three. was cheap like, shots, like cheap, shots.
2: cheap shots, cheap shots, cheap
1: shots. The Pelicans did get eliminated. Um, they have been. Okay. They have been. There was a quote from a player that was like talking to Zion that was something like, "Yeah, I'm gonna keep hacking you because these refs aren't calling it. They are." hacking him like cam newton takes concussions like they everyone goes after cam newton's head and the refs are like well he's too big and too strong so we're not going to call the foul and that's what they're doing with zion and it's driving me bananas so you're
2: saying the nba is as tough as the nfl
1: no i did not i did not say that but i'm saying it was ref like (laughs) the refs are doing it like cam newton okay fair enough fair
2: enough like, so hey, I, hey, what wait,
1: what was your good news that the Mavs are in the hunt or the Pelicans got eliminated? Because that was a straight you. shot. Wait,
2: wait. Oh, okay, sorry, <laughs> pun intended. Lucas shot.
1: <laughs> drop it, drop, drop it. I want to know. <laughs> answer the, the question.
2: Mavs, the, the Mavs, the, the are hanging on the six seed. The six seed doesn't have to play it. Play in a playoff. Uh, play in a play in playoff game. Got it. Nailed it. Uh, and they only have Toronto tanking and Minnesota tanking
1: uh left on the schedule Toronto's had a gof- tough go and Minnesota just sold um sold. Toronto's had a tough year I can't I can't figure out like they lost some people in free agency they obviously lost Kawhi but like they had COVID for like like three months it felt like didn't they isn't their record like
2: yeah I mean like well, like playing, so-
1: 20 and 10 or no, not, not that but like 20 and 30 or something like that
2: it's pretty – yeah, think about – well, let's, let's go through Toronto, like, the last, like, two years. They won the title with Kawhi. Ka- Kawhi goes to the Clippers. The, the um, uh, NBA season uh, starts up. Toronto's, you know, playing well. Siakam's playing really well. They're playing really well. Like, um, Van Vliet, everybody's playing as a team without Kawhi. You know, obviously, like, he's the best player. And then COVID happens, shut down, bubble time, weird times. And then the next season happens and they just don't really have it this year. Or so, and they got yeah, COVID kind of in the tough, middle of it. Tough go. Yeah. And COVID in the middle of it for sure.
1: So the Mavs walk into the six seed, la T freaking da, Luca, thanks for the-, the new, the new, the new CP three
2: snake. The jinx. the jinx. Oh, you mean a, you mean a, a man who ages like fine wine?
1: Luca. Conference? He's, he will smile at you as he knifes you in the back.
2: I think you mean a weasel in sheep's clothing, or a, a weasel in lamb's clothing. Not a—you you don't want to say lion because that's just a compliment.
1: You're right. I didn't mean to. It just came off the tongue. You're right. He's a weasel. He's a weasel, like stuck in a sheep's clothes, lamb's outfit. Mm. Weasel Luca.
2: What's your good news? Oh, I'm
1: sorry. I was just going to get to that. Um, I, I actually—this <laughs> is very sarcastic. But thank goodness the the Ohio State sniffed out this this person and got her and got her uh, in trouble. But the a northeastern Ohio massage therapist targeted OSU players in a scheme for sexual acts. And thank, yeah, wait. like, can you get out in front of something better than Ohio State has gotten out in front of this? Like, everybody's seeing what's happened with Deshaun Watson. They know right. what Instagram culture has. There is a darker side of Instagram culture, and massage therapists are doing this, or workers. Let's just call them workers. And OSU players got caught doing it, and they um, just pinned the blame all on her. That's my take. And Ohio State got out in front of it and said, well, good thing we rooted this out. This doesn't happen in our program. It's like, give me a break.
2: I'll give you something to root out. So you're saying that um, Ohio State played... Wait, so I've to, I have completely missed the story. Okay, um, so I, it just it popped up in like my great, feed. It sounds like great timing for Deshaun Watson. In yes. This case
1: that yes. Somebody's
2: doing this. So you're saying this is a worker, as in like a um, a uh, sex worker? A lady of the night. A, massage
1: therapist? a lady of the okay, night, she, as we say on community and radio.
2: And she's taken on a, um, let's say, a persona as a, as a massage therapist to be a, a cleat ambulance chaser type.
1: She apparently targeted OSU players, meaning in my brain right. that says she had OSU players that were clients. Ah. That's how I translated yeah. that headline. And the we're school, gone. the school caught wind, they got they got out in front of it and said this person's a scam artist. And Bob's your uncle Ohio State somehow spun it And that's how the NCAA is probably going to allow it to be presented.
2: Did you say Bob is your uncle?
1: Bob's your uncle. I have no idea where that comes from.
2: I think I I figured this all out. I know why this happened to Sean Watson and why this happened to Ohio State players. Bob Kraft. He is to blame for all of this. Bob Kraft.
1: Set the example.
2: Yep. Down in Florida in like Palm Beach or something. Yes. Went to a place that is a parlor sex yes a parlor that has uh, ladies of the night and massage therapy all in one kind of like going to a pizza hut sure and now look what's happened they're running amok
1: so people are sniffing it out caught people have caught wind of this and good thing good thing sarcastically saying good thing ohio state caught wind and got out in front of it you know you got to watch out for those Those are such scam artists. Like truthfully, it's just like, not not the lady. It's just, it's just that's how the that's the way some of some of the Instagram is a dating site of uh, dating website of some sort. And Ohio State players got busted, and they spun it, and it, and that's how I that's how I read it. So let's let's move on. What is your critical number of the week?
2: instagram dark web
1: <laughs> i know i know i just i just the more i talk about it the darker it gets and the madder i get so i don't want to talk about a state football anymore i want to know what your critical number of the week is
2: wait you don't want to talk about Ohio State football what's wrong with you uh 1.5 billion
1: yes i saw this
2: so this will be um the purchase of the minnesota timberwolves uh from a rod alex rodriguez and mark war so this is a yankees walmart collaboration Shoot me in the face. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the the <laughs> the highest paid um, or highest payments for franchises lately. Number one, the Panthers, two point three billion. The Rockets, ugh, waste of money, two point two billion. The Clippers. The Rockets sold the for two point
1: two.
2: Mhm. Yes, sir. In the fourth uh, largest,
1: the fourth largest city in America, and one point five for the Timberwolves.
2: Yeah, three uh, three billion for the Clippers when. Uh, what's his name went super racist. and thank God he's not in, involved with the Clippers anymore. And the Dodgers when Magic was kind of the well, actually Magic didn't put up as much money. I think A Rod went in 50 50 with the Mark Lore guy. But yeah, they this is the fifth most expensive uh, purchase of a team, a franchise, and I guess like the you know the big four in American sports. So
1: I didn't realize it ranked that high. I oh, I I thought 1.5 billion. I was like, oh wow. Well, is- but I didn't. Re- I didn't do any research into the going rate for NBA franchises. So, how long do you think basketball lasts in Minnesota before they go back to Seattle? Do you think they're going to have to use the people's tax dollars to build a new stadium?
2: Um, that's a good question. These
1: I, the billionaires using tax dollars to to make a stadium. You haven't heard about not. this.
2: I hope this? about this? I hope I hope those uh, those two gentlemen have to put up their own money.
1: You, but we're everyone's thinking that it's moving back to Seattle. Like this is this a failed experiment in Minnesota?
2: Pretty much. When, when, yeah, when did the Timberwolves even start? Nice.
1: Um
2: did the Timberwolves?
1: When KG got drafted. That's that's the moment the Timberwolves became on anybody's radar. Well,
2: that's touche. That's just like the yeah. I mean the Mavericks with Dirk, even though they've been around for twenty plus years before that. Um, no, I mean, I think like, yeah, I mean, I know yeah, Seattle is Seattle is hurting for a team right now in the NBA at the wolves, or I guess maybe like, at least like to kind of jumpstart this franchise, it's not the worst thing in the world. So we'll see where the, the drama goes from here in the taxpayers versus billionaire saga for the stadium rights or stadium building.
1: But we're accepting as a, as a podcast, we're, we're on the same page when they're, they're going to Seattle.
2: Yes. I think, I think in the end they're going to Seattle. Because I think that's a more exciting story anyway. And the Timberwolves started in
1: 1989. Dang it. Be, uh, did you, well, it's not fair that you have Todd there helping you assemble assemble your apartment. Todd, and I don't have my stats department. I'm hamstrung over here.
2: Todd did not enjoy being locked in a U-Haul for eight days. But, you know, you can ask him, you know, off the air. But he had plenty it. of oxygen. Yeah, yeah, there's holes in those things, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, my critical number of the week, and we you brought it up earlier, or I brought it up earlier, Zion is hurt, and the Pelicans GM was fined $50,000 for complaining about the refs. Can you imagine that? Just being like, hey, these refs stink, and they're like, oh, really? How dare you? Here's $50,000 fine.
2: Who is Who owns the Pelicans?
1: Oh, uh, I wish you wouldn't have asked me that.
2: No, it's okay. We'll figure it out later. I'll ask Todd to get on it. Wait. So fifty thousand for? Um, when did he complain about the refs after the Luca thing, or a different a different game?
1: No, no. Uh, after after Zion got hurt.
2: Oh, after Zion got hurt. Oh, because of all the the concussion uh, injury stuff that was going on, the stuff where he's getting targeted a lot.
1: Yes, where he was, where people were bringing bringing in full football pads and hitting him underneath the chin. Ridiculous. <laughs> so yes. we've already we've already covered that. So let me go ahead and. Um, get your stuck on. Uh,
2: this is kind of actually, it's kind of like, you know, relates a little bit to a talk about like the, when Seattle lost the supersonics the supersonics moved to Oklahoma city uh, became the thunder. Um, sad to say an AL West rival of the Rangers looks to like the A's, the Oakland athletics might have to leave Oakland, which is another, um, that would be another shoe to drop. And they're out of shoes in Oakland. If this happens, the They're Raiders obviously moved, yeah, moved to Vegas with John Gruden and a big black stadium that looks looks like, like a hot. a Roomba. It looks like a giant Roomba. Yeah, um, and then <laughs> the Warriors moved across the bay to hated San Francisco. So um, ah, yeah, I mean, I would say that Oakland could just trade like the A's to Minnesota, but they already have the Twins for the Timberwolves. That was an NBA franchise, but that wouldn't work. So I don't know. And the A's like, I was trying to like pick my brain, like the Salt Lake athletics, like where, where, where should the A's go? I, I, they don't need to stay in California. They're not going to go to, I don't know. So just, uh, just, why just don't staffing. they just go to Vegas? Uh, man, baseball, baseball. I mean, I guess you could, yeah, you could get an indoor st- stadium, I guess. that's kind Yeah. Of all just, the rage.
1: Doesn't, doesn't I, that sound, I, I have something a little later. Uh, um, To talk about, but I think Vegas is just becoming like, why don't we have all the major sports teams here? Like, it it makes total sense. Like, they have a hockey team that did well. They're going to move the football team. The football team's going to be awesome. How great would it be to go to Vegas, catch a football game on a Sunday, a show on a Friday, and a hockey game on a Saturday? It would be just electric. Well, wait, playoffs happen during football, right? Hockey playoffs? Mm -hmm. So, like.
2: Hockey and football? No. Uh, baseball playoffs and, and football happen at the same time.
1: Wait, what when doesn't hockey playoffs? No, they, they, what is today? October? Okay. I just went tiny brain. I just went tiny brain on everyone. Hockey playoffs are coming up right now. The COVID schedule, yeah, the COVID schedule has got me all messed up.
2: It's, yeah, your confusion is COVID related. That's okay. Um, no, I guess you're right. I thought about Vegas first because of the Raiders move. And I, I don't know why I completely said to myself, No, that wouldn't work. It's too hot there. And completely forgetting the Rangers which built a massive stadium that's completely indoors and air conditioned. So bad move on my part, but Yeah, that correct. seems
1: nice. But oh, it's uh, a the humidity, is- it's sixty nine degrees and it's fifty percent humidity. Can we can we bump it up a little bit? <laughs> it's um cold in here. my stuck on does have to do with Las Vegas, and Las Vegas has they've released some I don't know, I don't know if it was stage or what but there's going to be a club in one of the end zones like with a dj and yeah. like like booths and bottle service and stuff
2: dj cali
1: the which begs me like i want to know what slice of the fan base is going to be in the club like instagram models the instagram model side of the fan base
2: i would yeah i would guess i would guess like that or like um you know Vegas service industry kids that get to party you know when they they like to party during the day when they don't have to like go to work and work at the actual clubs they get to kind of be on the other side of it and they spend like a ton of their money so maybe that'll be something that can be the I don't know even know if the black hole um, group transferred themselves or are are, Dude, are they meeting the, from oakland
1: are they yeah, in the, are I'm they in about. the club? Are we oh, going to see no, like? they're
2: not in the
1: club. we going to see like shoulder side. pad man with a bunch of skulls on his shoulder pads in the club? I think that would be with the Instagram models. Okay, if you're if you're um, oh my I gosh, mean, I'm blanking. I'm range. blanking yeah. on his name. Yeah. Who owns the Raiders? Uh,
2: Al Davis's son. Um,
1: it's Al Davis's widow, and then it's going to be his son. But certainly, he's bull, got the wherewithal. Bull, we'll call
2: him. We'll call him cut Davis.
1: I mean, he looks like or, John John Gruden's like. Crazy oh, uncle. God, um yeah. so Davis needs to just for the first like wow, well, I got held this when every single primetime game they have. I haven't looked at their schedule. Monday night football, Sunday night football, um any any random time where they're gonna be on television, he needs to not allow the rich people in the club. He needs to go out and get the Instagram models and uh any influencer. And be like, this is the environment that I have in my stadium. There's just a club here. All the, all, go to the, all the all the clubs around Vegas and just grab those dancers and be like, hey, come dance in my club in my end zone on primetime television. I'm sure they'd love it. Is there a swimming pool? I don't think there's a swimming pool. Like, Jacksonville has a swimming
2: pool? Uh, Yeah.
1: Jacksonville know, uh, Jaguars like games pool. are so cheap, I'm not worried about the clientele that's going to go in there. It's, you know, like – I'm not worried about anybody being excluded. Vegas, I feel like it's just going to be rich people, and that's not going to be very fun.
2: No, that would not be fun. Somebody yeah, in a blazer, a to-
1: somebody with a blazer with DJ Khaled on the on the like disc, the turntables. Like, don't you don't need that?
2: No, that's not cool.
1: All right, give me your quarter question of the week.
2: It's not the Vegas I grew up in. <laughs>
1: the, the
2: Vegas I know,
1: back in my day. Uh, what's your quarter uh, question of the week?
2: It's, it's, a, it's a quick quote, and it's a part of a bigger bigger quote and uh, Man vs. Drama or Horse vs. Drama. Results of cancel culture is what Bob Baffert said about um, Medina Spirit and the Churchill Downs uh, organization or people, council, board, whatever, saying basically like they tried to cancel Medina Spirit. <laughs> he's trying to throw Medina mm-hmm. Spirit's Uh, Drug use, drug problems, into uh, into their faces and say it's a cancer culture thing. He's trying to like make you know, trying to take advantage of the. You can kind of blame the the uh, social justice warriors for everything. Not the best. He had some saying this.
1: He had some very odd things that he blamed it on before he blamed cancer culture too. Did he say like a someone with like that took Dayquil like? Took a leak on the horse's hay and the horse ate it. Like he had some very odd things to say before he was like, "Oh yeah, well, everybody's doing it."
2: That's good you brought that up. Actually, I forgot about the guy. I forgot about he said somebody took a fist on Brother okay. and whatever. That you know, was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No but, man, uh, the
1: guy was all hopped up on Dayquil and just just couldn't help himself.
2: Pissing and on Medina Spirit's
1: head. The uh it's it's, it's sabotage. Bob Afford has had this happen before though, correct?
2: I think so, yeah. I thought um he was kind of squeaky clean, but he never looked squeaky clean. He always looked like he was the guy a guy at a Vegas football radio. He, Raiders he stadium, looks like, like, like a like villain. DJ Booth Cheating on his wife and like trying to like, you know, find some more horses that you know, to take over the glue factory if they don't perform for him at the Prudential. So, I mean, to circle um, back
1: to the Vegas, I'm afraid that all the Bob Bafferts of the world are going to be in that club. That's why I want the the Instagram models to be there. Back to the point, Bob. Exactly, Bob Baffert. Um, they're getting more test results. He, I, I don't understand. Like. Do you think he was going to get away with it or do you think he had something new or is there just so, there's just so much money involved that it's like, this might be just worth the risk. I'm still going to own horses. I'm still going to keep trying this. And if I get away with it once out of every 10, like 10 tries, if my horse gets away with winning the Kentucky Derby, then my stud fees to be out the, out the roof. Does, does Bob Baffert own a, oh my gosh, I forgot the, forgot the horse of this podcast. The last triple crown winner, American,
2: American spirit,
1: American Pharaoh. Is he, he's Maybe just trying too. to get those
2: are, the, those are the cigarettes you smoke on the river.
1: Oh, that's what that is. Um, uh, American <laughs> Pharaoh, like he gets one of those and he's set up for life. So he's just trying to get one of those.
2: I get it. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I mean, I think, yeah, I think they were trying to test out it's, this, was, this was some sort of a uh, butt or ass ointment. So basically I think it was kind of like a, you know, we can't get caught putting needles in butts kind of like, um, a rod's cousin did. Oh, this you know, is the team. cream. Yeah, yeah. He put like, I'm thinking like they were, they were like, all right, we can't put anything in its, in its feed bit. We got to like, um, we can earn it. Uh, we got to find a way to like, not, you know, be seen on camera shooting the horse up. And it's just to kind of like, you smother your hand in this stuff and give that, that horse like a big, like, yeah, you go out and you, go out and you have a good race there, but Mr. Spirit. And then you rub, rub it in that butt. And then the steroids are, setting in the bloodstream slowly until the um, the gun goes off.
1: You have really dug into this. I completely missed the Kentucky Derby. I just missed it. <laughs> you,
2: I, I missed it, too. I missed it, too. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, I, I saw the headline. I was like, cool, that guy won. Oh, no, the horse has steroids. And I just went about with the rest of my life and didn't think much of it. So I'm glad you did some research. That's what you get from Graham Trainer being in the field down there in south texas he gets the scoop he knows the guys
2: i did i was in boulder for the kentucky derby so i was out of out of a, a beer garden you know man so i missed this they did not play the kentucky derby when i was there but i did a lot of deep deep diving and what was your quarter question of the week
1: uh are you who's in charge of this show bro <laughs>
2: uh <laughs> i don't feel as intimidated i'm not in the same room as you i don't feel well you have a broken wing anyway, but uh, if I was there, I'd still feel, you know, alpha.
1: Speaking of steroids, I'd happily take some steroids right now in my mm. current predicament.
2: Um, Let's get some of this stuff for you. I'm going to piss in your head. <laughs>
1: my, my question of the week is, it goes something like this. Tim Tebow to the Jags? Ooh. <sighs> um, I love how people are saying, well, he's got a great locker room presence. He's got good leadership no. skills. It's like, yeah, when he was 20 years old at Florida, he was a good leader. He's now 40 years old in an NFL locker room. People are like, you haven't played in the league in 10 years. Why do I care?
2: Massey, he led the Denver Broncos to a wild card playoff game win in 2000.
1: Do you see Tim De- Tebow like, <laughs> doing a crisp like 10-yard across the middle, like a 10-yard out?
2: I see him getting his ass whooped. Like, it's going to be the most, what do they call those? Those, uh, when quarterbacks have, especially like a young quarterback like Trevor Lawrence, yes, he is the most gifted NFL prospect since, um, what's his name, Andrew Locke, who quit. Um, uh, but he's going he's to throw those leader passes, and Kim Tebow is not going to be bitter. He's not going to have like any sort of, um, route running abilities that, You know muscle memory; it's all going to be new to him, and he's going to get destroyed in the crossing routes. And by a young quarterback throwing balls, yeah.
1: It just seems it seems like to me, and here's my take on it: is that Urban Meyer wanted to see exactly how much control he actually had. He was like, he went up. That's a good point. Yeah, he went up to the to the main office, like, I'm going to sign Tim Tebow, and they said okay and he's like oh my god i have complete control over everything (laughs) he just like chuckled on his way out of the (laughs) office he signs tim tebow to the practice squad and he's like breaking news somewhere in august like tim tebow doesn't make 53 man rosters like yeah no yeah no we get it that makes total sense (laughs) like that urban meyer was just testing the waters just laughed in their face was like yeah i can pretty much do anything
2: that's a great point yeah he's just like this is just like he's like all right with like the swamp, it took me a while, but then they let me do whatever I want. And then Columbus, I did whatever I want. I have more power than the president of the, universe, of the university. In Jacksonville, I, I literally
1: escaped the law. I literally.
2: Yeah, you're. He's trying to, he's just trying to like, yeah, he's trying to push, push, push and see. I mean, what is he going to go in there and come in there and be like, can we have like an Aaron Hernandez day? And they're like, yeah, 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 that's fine, Aaron. That's fine, uh, uh that's fine, Urban. Yeah.
1: And he walks out the door and they're like, what did he say? Did, what did we just said, yes? <laughs>
2: I'm pretty uh, sure so I heard a. Air, pretty so sure I heard of it. for the London game. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what Urban wants. Great.
1: Yeah, that's great. Uh Did we disagree to that? Idiots. We um. So we're at, we're at a critical point here. Do we just want to go ahead and push through, and do our segments on old AF and Friday's news headlines, or do you got? Do we want to discuss? There's a couple of things that I would like to discuss, like the, the NFL schedule. So maybe we'll take a break and try to wrap that yeah. all up in the next segment.
2: Yeah, take a break. Um...
1: All right, sports fans, when we come back, there'll be more sports. So stay tuned. This is T-John Sports Talk here on 891 one khol This Friday here on 891 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, on assignment down in South Texas, trying to get a job with the Longhorn Network as Graham Trainer.
2: Hey, Massey, down here in Austin. I'm over on um, on the one next near Lamar. Um, yeah, just trying to like wait in line to, you know, I got about a, a, let's see, a line of about 300 people waiting to get the same job interview. So I'm hoping for the best here, man. I want, yeah. I want I want this to take off.
1: Did you uh, did you wear anything that made you stand out? What's that? Did you wear anything that made you stand out? Like, did you cut off your suit pants to make yourself look like kind of goofy and cool, but you also kept the tie and the blazer just to make yourself, you know, be serious?
2: I cut I cut the I cut the suit pants into like a um, a capri, like kind of pirate style with the shit with like kind of frayed. Bottoms and um, I took the necktie, made
1: into a headband. I think I think we had a real shot at this. Okay. Or burn orange. Good. Good for you. <laughs> um, we have a couple segments left on the show. We uh, have a segment we really haven't figured out what the name of it is, but something that made you feel old AF, like the kids say. And then we have a Friday news headline. After those two segments, I want to take whatever time is left and discuss the schedules that got released. This. Uh, this week, when did it released? Tuesday, something like that. Yeah, it, was, it
2: been that long? I mean, I saw the I saw the, the very cringy Post Malone Jerry Jones video, and it feels like just seeing it once. I've seen it three hundred times. I never want to see it again. Remind me,
1: remind me, and the listeners, what that video was.
2: Oh, uh, Jerry Jones is kind of like making it rain with I think playing cards or something, and uh, Post Malone puts diamond chains on him, and it's part of the Cowboys uh, play or schedule reveal so you know super exciting marketing
1: very good for jerry jones stand hip with the people
2: mm-hmm.
1: how do That's you exactly does jerry jones come up with the idea he's like hey have my people call post malone's people and let's make this happen i got an idea
2: he's, he's like i'll get uh post Malone has always uh always tired on his tattooed on his eyes and jerry would have always cheating you
1: know i was gonna say always drunk or something anyway so let's get sure. let's get let's get to our headline or not headlines our um our segments here anything that made you feel old af this week
2: yeah i found a good one um thanks let me go first by the way so i was trying to, i wasn't trying to jump in last week and I, I know this you know it's our first time doing a phone call in a while you know, want to hit our cues but i'm asking you questions i'm not trying to take over the show you know i'm not trying to be like an alpha over the phone remotely so you better not I just want to you, Just want to squash that stuff, bro.
1: You better not.
2: You better not. Uh last time the Knicks made a playoffs, the Harlem Shake was the thing. Paul Walker died. Whoa. YOLO was created and Bitcoin began its epic um trip towards historical heights. Bitcoin is that old? 21. it's that old? It's so old.
1: Wait, when was the Harlem Shake a thing? The like, give me a year. Date this year. When was the last time the Knicks made the oh, playoffs? Oh, I'm
2: sorry. Wow, my, my bad. 2013. I'm sorry. I should have. I should have not not thought that all the listeners just know that the last time the Knicks made the playoffs was 2013. That's my
1: bad. Oh, I was I was just more confused than when the last time I saw the Harlem Shake. That was electric electric uh, videos made with the Harlem Shake. I buried
2: I buried the, I buried the lead without the year. So yeah, 2013. That was um, two years into my time in the mountains. Um, it was, it was, it was a simpler, simpler,
1: uh, a lifetime ago,
2: a time ago, what was I
1: doing in 2013? Yep. I think I was probably still busting well. tables.
2: Yeah, man. Think about that.
1: All right. So I, mine is my old AF is not something that made me feel old, but probably made someone else feel old. But did you see how the university of South Carolina president, Bob, uh, let me, let me get closer to my notes. Bob Caston, uh, said like. Congratulations to the students of University of California.
2: Oh, is that how he got busted? I couldn't figure out. The, you sent me the thing. Uh, you sent me the thing on, on Instagram and shout out to Instagram. And I was like, what? Like, is it a video? So I couldn't click on it. And I didn't get to research exactly how he had plagiarized. So that's how he got busted. He said University of California.
1: Yeah. So he, he resigned because he got plagiarized, which he just, he just got lazy. He's like, dude, I've done a thousand of these things. And he and he just cut and pasted some things and then forgot at the very end to edit the phrase that said "congratulations to the students of the University of California." <laughs> he was like, "You know what? I got a good idea. You know who's got good ideas? Them people in California. I bet you they speak well."
2: In Berkeley, in Berkeley. They smoke a lot of marijuana. Which, yeah, uh, you know, a jazz cigarette every once in a while. Yeah, to make me, you know, when when mother is yelling at me, I could use a jazz cigarette. But them Berkeley boys are pretty smart with their. Uh, like uh, commencement speeches.
1: And he's like, oh, University of California. Gosh, dag, nabbit. it! Can't believe I said that. I knew I was going to say that.
2: So he pulled the Ron Burgundy, basically.
1: Yeah, you know, maybe he was. Maybe it's graduation week, and he's lacking a little bit of sleep. You know, he's been celebrating graduation week for thirty years, or however long he's been president of California Southern, South Carolina. I don't know.
2: He'll he'll read it. He'll read anything he put on the teleprompter. Um, what an idiot! What an idiot! Yeah. So, he, and then he and then he and then he was just so embarrassed he quit, or was he like, Hey, this is like a good time for me to retire anyway?
1: He's probably like, Dude, I've had enough. This is it. This is all I got. This is all I got left in the I tank. I, I didn't, didn't think, even care. about I so,
2: so much guilt from the past 40 years of plagiarizing commencement speeches, or, or else you plagiarize. Or he's just
1: like, Okay, this is clearly a sign of me not caring about my job anymore that I just read someone else's speech, so <laughs> I don't care. I'll take my papers. I'm going to hit the road. Retirement sounds pretty sweet. Um, What is your uh, Friday news headline?
2: It was like kind of catharsis, cathartic. I like it. Um, Oh, mine's great. Uh, So there's seven, eight, nine Yankees now uh, with uh, COVID. um, How dare you say that's great? No, but what's great is they're going to shut down their season. They're just going to call it.
1: That's it for the Yankees.
2: Yeah, Yeah, Yankees are done. Are they are they any good? Uh they started off awful and now they've gotten into second place in the AL East behind the behind the socks, so maybe they'll be like a nice little division battle, but or there would have been, but they're gonna yeah, they're gonna call it they're gonna call it a season.
1: Okay. All right. Um, my Friday news headlines. I had Coach K will retire this Friday. Bigger <laughs> going back to it? Oh, it's, it's been every, it's been every week. Coach K will retire last, uh, yesterday investigate or excuse me, last week, investigators found that Zion had accepted money from Adidas. So we're probably got another like six months before that shakes out or it might not shake out at all, but here is my Friday news headline. So the PAC 12 has currently hired MGM's CEO or some executive on their staff. Uh, Oh boy. Am I going to butcher this name? Click do it, Klyakov.
2: Blake Mortals,
1: click K L I A V K O F F. Klyakoff. Klyakov.
2: Klyakov. Co- correct.
1: Um, he has no experience with college sports, but on okay. piggybacking on that headline, I think the Pac 12 moves its bougie offices from downtown San Francisco. To Las Vegas, and the Pac-12 starts absorbing more local, maybe not local, but state in-state talents like Nevada, UNLV. Maybe they'll even pick up a BYU. Restructure the Pac-12 and be in a good position for when gambling on college sports becomes legal federally.
2: Oh, I like this. And what? Yeah, I like this idea. And and what? You know, Vegas is going to have a boom when it comes to real estate. They're going to start building. They're going to have a football team. Now they have a baseball team and the PAC 12, um, home base.
1: Yes, that's, I'm. I'm, this is part of the plan. This is a chess move on the board of consolidating sports in Las Vegas. Only a stone's throw from the casinos.
2: Should we just, should we record this and put it over the airwaves and just, you know, give money to real estate moguls that are listening? Like, I think we're, I think we should probably like do some stuff behind the scenes and, Maybe, yeah. Uh, hold this. Hold this episode for next week.
1: Or they can, or they can just say, "You have a great idea. Here's ten percent." I think that's more reasonable.
2: Yeah, ten percent. Let's go
1: fifteen. Well, okay, you're right. We should anchor it with like a fifteen or twenty percent, and when we negotiate down to ten, we'll be like skinned them, got them I good. That.
2: I like, I like that. Or
1: twelve. We got six and six together. <laughs> or I mean. I'd probably have seven you have five because it's my idea.
2: Fair enough. you are you are uh, at home base so if you can if you can make these meetings happen in person, I, I, I can't really stop you.
1: Um, with the time we have remaining, let's discuss the schedule's got released. let's discuss uh, maybe just first impressions or excitement that you're when the NFL schedule gets released, you pencil a game in you say this is exciting or maybe give us an overall win loss total. To your records, I'll go ahead and lead with uh, the Saints going eleven and six. There, I said it.
2: With Jamie Winston.
1: Well, no, Tyreek Hill is going to last us to the bye week, where we have enough gimmicks to get past Green Bay on week one, right? Because sure. Sean Payton okay. is circled Green Bay and said gimmicks, gimmicks, gimmicks. We'll get past them. Carolina oh, win. We're
2: Green Bay, wait, sorry, Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers. So Jared, Jared Love or whatever his name is. Exactly.
1: Play. So Perfect. the first, until or, the bye or, or week. Bortles. Maybe Bortles. Until the bye it's week, still- uh, New Orleans has a, a six, sixth week bye week. That's hard to say. With Green Bay, Carolina, New England, New York Giants, Washington football team, then bye week. And so I think we win against Green Bay because there's enough gimmicks there's not enough tape on Tyreek Hill for new England to really understand what they're going to do- going to do. And then I've already obviously put a W next to Carolina, the giants and the Washington football team. So we're looking at five and zero going into the bye week
2: wait. So you're, you're saying that the saints are automatically going to beat Daniel Jones, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Sam Darnold. Yes. Wow. You have a lot of faith in, in, uh, in the, the storm and warming.
1: Well, we'll see what we're gonna do. I think there's gonna be enough there. There's gonna be enough like just play calling there for the first couple for the first five weeks, and then we're gonna struggle a little bit.
2: Do the Do the Saints play the Jets? They do. Oh, the holy war! It's the new holy war. jack you- Wilson versus uh T- Taysom Hill. The Mormon. The Mormon oh, battle. Oh yes, Mormon. Mormon supremacy.
1: If Tyreek Hill is playing at that, what what, what week is that? Fifteen? No, thirteen. Uh, you're
2: him. you calling you're calling him Tyreek again.
1: I always do that. I'm sorry, Taysom. I know you're a loyal <laughs> listener. I
2: was like a minute ago. I was like Tyreek, uh, the Chiefs.
1: For I do this every time. Maybe because Tyreek Hill's name is bigger than Taysom Hill's name. <laughs> a little bit uh that hurts that hurts me a little little deep so I'm looking I'm looking for the Saints to be flirting with a number two seed going into the playoffs
2: First. okay cool
1: No no two no reaction there No optimistic reaction there that the Saints are going to magically keep winning games without Drew Brees.
2: I don't want to step on toes or shoulders right now the Pelicans have just lost um, out on the playoff chance opportunity this year. I want to just give you your space.
1: Well, good, because I need it, all right? I need this. I know.
2: So the Cowboys uh, looked at it. I think they're going to be um, the first team in history to go
1: 8-9. Okay.
2: Isn't that exciting? That's something, right? They'll be the only team in the league that goes 8-9, which would be the first time in history because there's 17 games this year.
1: So there you go. Cowboys making history.
2: <laughs> I know. I'm excited for it. Uh, Cowboys – besides the cowboys playing the, the Bucs the first week uh, who else we got we got at the Chiefs that's gonna be a disaster um, Vegas on Thanksgiving that's exciting and um what else did I see along the way I saw some good some good revenge games like uh, Jared Goff gets to go to LA and Aaron Donald's gonna be like yeah this is what I always thought of you and he's going to decapitate him yeah um, there's yeah there's some, there's some good some good you know Patriots bucks Brady getting to play. Um, hopefully we'll see, you know, actually I forgot about this. It's a, it's a completely, a complete college rivalry quarterback competition going on Auburn's Cam Newton versus Alabama's Mac Jones. So we'll see who Tom Brady's mm-hmm. playing at that point, but yeah, there's some good Browns chiefs rematch. Uh, that was a good, was that the AFC championship game? No, AFC wild or AFC divisional. Uh, yeah. Looking forward, looking forward to football when when it comes. Going to dissect the schedule a little more, you know, see see what the Cowboys defense looks like with Micah Parsons now. Lots to do. Trash. To do. While I'm while I'm The
1: cow, the Cowboys are trash. Want me to break it to you? Trash.
2: Eight nine is pretty good.
1: Well, he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> Eleven and six versus eight and nine. I'm glad my expectations are so high for a complete. Not a complete rebuild, but a gap in the uh, in the serious QB era. It's not era, um, realm. realm. Thank you. Era, realm, Roger. aura. They're all kind of the same thing.
2: Are you calling it a dynasty? A Jameis Jameis dynasty. Do
1: Jameis Winston <laughs> riding the lightning? Sports fans, that is all the time we have. Thank. uh, well, uh that's it, and that's all.
3: His life the prophet's alone. That very same man, he lives his life all alone. On any road to life, yes, it goes up and down. Doesn't really matter, we song and some music Falling in a calm to disturb. You best not become coming round here unless you've got the senseier. I never needed any reason for me to say. Through all those troubled times, as we love you anyway. Holding the roughest path, you know the rocky, rocky road. That life in love is a heavy, heavy load. But I'm well, Mister Calling Man, why don't you come round no more? But I'm well, Mister Calling Calling Man, don't you hear me trouble call? But I'm well, Mister Calling Man, if it didn't come to disturb, you best not be come round here unless you've got me sent Best not me come round here and that's him got me sensier.